everyone. Today's episode is a little bit different because we have two non-porn stars. If any of you out there were fans of DVDASA or you're current fans of the show Tiger Belly, you'll know exactly why these people are very special to me. Oh my God. They're a couple that I've gotten to see blossom from the very <laughs> beginning. One of them I met when I was just 17 years old and the other, oh, and the, he was, honestly, I say this all the time about you, Bobby. You're the first funny person I ever met in my life. Whoa. Whoa, that feels so good. Oh, so loud. <laughs> um, and the other is honestly, you're one of the coolest, smartest, funniest, most awesome women I've ever met. Aw, they are Bobby Lee and Kalila. Yeah. Yay. Thanks for being on, guys. Oh my God, Don't we missed you mic. so much. I miss you guys. Can we? Don't eat the mic. What do you mean? Look how often oh, yeah, Asa yeah. has okay, to adjust okay. the volume. Okay now? Is this like something you guys always struggle with? Always. Well, she says that I'm too loud. Am I loud? <laughs> you know what it is? I think when you're, whenever you're testing the mic, you never know how loud you're going to be. So like, you're like, oh, I think I'm going to be talking like mm-hmm. this. Well, as also as a, as a stand-up, I project a lot. I scream. So it's like then, you know, I've been doing shows at Irvine, in Irvine. So I, I'm so sorry. I'm going to. I'm going to do library voice. No, it's okay because I can just adjust your mic. Okay, that's so nice. So it's fine. I, like, I, I, I do this now. I'm a, like a podcast technician. <laughs> I'm so impressed with how quickly you put that whole setup together. Yeah. You didn't even ask for my help. Well, you yeah, look- this, is, this is my, you know, my sixth episode. It's awesome. Amazing. Just add engineer to your... I, rem- <laughs> yeah. I remember when you were a kid, you were 17. Mm-hmm. And when I met you, I'm like, oh, look at this little high school, little young Asian chick, straight A. Probably. I was no. I was already a bad kid then. I was already like doing drugs and fucking boys. You were. Well, yeah. I mean, what? First of all, what seventeen-year-old is like working at a comedy? Um, well, that is true. Mm-hmm. But Jamie Masada, right? Yeah. He's a, he's weird in that ways because he loves Asians. Yeah. So I just thought that he was like he saw an Asian girl walk down the street. He was like, "Egg, work for me." No, I actually applied for that job. Oh I God. went in for a job interview, like when they were opening, and then Bobby came. As the headliner. Yeah, it was so sad. They, I came and Jimmy goes, you have to pass out flyers with this Asian chick. <laughs> it's I true. Go, no one, no one so bought tickets. During the afternoon before the show, we had to pass out flyers like in Times Square or wherever it was. I always think this is one of the most serendipitous stories I've ever heard. It really is weird. It's so weird. Because it that it was really at the beginning of your career, sort of. and that No. No, because no, Bobby was already famous by then. <laughs> oh, really? Bobby you were? already on Mad TV. Yeah, but I, I, mean, oh, gross. I could not sell tickets. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was, I think it was the club's fault, honestly, because nobody sold tickets there. Like, Oh my ev- God, I love how you defend me. It's, no, but it's, it's amazing. Oh. And I remember like that day that we hung out. First of all, props to you for like not being creepy at all. Yeah. I'm not, you know what? He, it's so fun. People think that I'm fun. Creepy. No, I mean, I'll tell you something about him. Creepy. He is zero creepy. Why? And I think it's because he's been rejected a lot in his life, or he was that guy just hoping that straight pussy would would fall on his dick, you know. And it never. He was never. He never takes initiative. Even when we first started dating, he he had to ask. Okay, I, I'm a four. 
Can I tell you how he f- our first kiss I, yeah. went down? Actually, I wanted to ask you guys about that. Okay. So, like, when I remember, so when Bobby started coming on DVD ASA, mm-hmm. one of his first times there, you guys had just met on Tinder, and I think you were you had just gone on your first date. Yeah. So, okay, so yeah, tell me what happened. I want to know the full story. I always tell people the alt- the alternate story. Yeah. Which is, I wanted to make you look good and manly, so I, you went in for the kamikaze sweep, like you know, you just you know came in, made out, put your hands in my pussy, but that's actually not how it went down. <laughs> so what he, happened? He was across the room, and he pursed his lips from across the room like this. And he, he gave me at least 30 seconds to think about whether or not I wanted to kiss him back. Because he came slowly walking forward with pursed lips. And I thought, wow, he's I really... I got to give them like a window, a yeah, long window. To either run away. To run away or give him that option. Like a huge head start. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah so yeah. I really thought about it. I was like, huh, he's coming forward. Do I want this? Is this what my... you know? Or maybe it's one of those things where like they say how traumatic things happen in slow-mo. <laughs> 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 like they say when you get into a car crash yeah. Yeah. it spins in slow-mo yeah so maybe he was running at you and you just yeah, perceived they... that as slowly yeah but I went I went I, I was giving, and then she didn't run I couldn't believe it like every second that I got closer I'm in my head I'm like she's not leaving I might it's have happening. a chance here it's happening, it's happening. So then you kissed. Yeah. You yeah. decided that, yes, you would yeah. kiss him. And as soon as he knew he was in, yeah, then, then things got weird. It got weird. Like, I remember I weird. did a thing where I dipped, I go, can I just dip it in? Your I dick? Said, yeah. You said that? Yeah, yeah. Remember we did a little thing where I was poking it in, but you go, not all the way. Oh, yeah, we did We did yeah. just a tip for a long time. <laughs> you know what's like the weird thing about this story? Like, if, right. like... This reminds me of like because you're a comedian, right? Yeah. yeah. Like if this, if you guys weren't together right now, like you could have a story about Bobby, like an Aziz story. <laughs> like you could be like, and then he kept saying he wanted to dip it in. <laughs> I was saying no. Right, it's like if I hurt you, right? Yeah. You, I could be in real big trouble right now. Or not even right. hurt, just like being saying something like I want to dip it in. Yeah, is headline enough. Wait, wait, dipping it in though is old school, high school, like one hundred and one. Hold on, for starters, it's called just a tip. That's the official no, name of the it, game. I call it dipping it in, man. I've literally never heard dipping it in. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know, but it's like that candy, that candy oh. where you dip it, like dip it, you, you dip it the, with the powder. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I dip my dick into candy. So it worked. So you dipped it in. I dipped it in and then she I swear to God she did this and she you hit me. Oh I did. And in I the face. and I said open your mouth and I spat right into his mouth. Wait, yeah, did yeah. you guys do anything before this interaction? No. Our first time was Real very weird. strange. It started off weird. Did you go to dinner or no, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you yeah, you have thing. to do that. Do you? For me, dude, here's what it is with me. I've never been, I've never walked into a bar and had a girl look at me and go, oh, I'm going to get laid tonight. Yeah. You know, I always have had to do groundwork. No. Okay, without fame, no pussy at all. Okay, but fine. I'll accept that, but you're famous. It doesn't matter. It's, It's when you, listen, I've been rejected so much that when you, I'm cute. All right, I'm yeah. not ugly, right? But when you get rejected that <laughs> right? much, right, you have to approach things. I, I, I'm doing things like I'm a kid mm-hmm. because I don't I, – because when I was a kid, I never got any. Right. So it's like I'm just like a little kid who's lucky. Yeah. So you're actually like the best kind of – you're a swan. What? Kind of. You're like a swan. Thank like you. an ugly duckling that blossomed into a swan. 
But you blossomed into a <laughs> yeah. famous. I, I, I don't think. The, I, I don't, don't know about the blossom part. Well, I've never blossomed, but I think the thing is, is that it's where I grew up. I grew up in a white suburban kind of town, right? Where you have to understand, it was the '80s. I was in high school, and I think that if I was a kid now, I would do well. So you think like your confidence is at a place that doesn't allow you, or like it's been ingrained in you not right. to be this like. Yeah, creeper. I grew up like you know, like your high school Entitled stereotypical creeper. high school. Where there was jocks with Letterman jackets who used to dip my head in the right. toilet and give me wedgies. That's probably why you're such a wonderful person now, though. Uh, I don't know if I'm. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So you guys. So you dipped it, and then we it dipped. got awkward. How? It, like what? Um, it was just. I remember the first time he dipped it in. He stopped. <laughs> He stopped halfway and then put his pants on and he was like, I got to go. Yeah. And he kind of just left Were me. you at your house? Yeah, but we were- run sometimes. Well, this is run. because we tried doggy and it turns out his legs are- <laughs> Oh, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I'm 5'8", he's 5'3". Are yeah, you 5'4"? Yeah, I, I can't doggy at all. Yeah. <laughs> my legs burn. And it's because if I'm on my knees and the girl's taller, it's not, I can't do it. So he was too polite to ask for prison style. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. flat. He was too polite to say, hey, can you just get on your belly? And he couldn't reach. Yeah. So he could really so just I, dip. I did a it was sumo just a full. Thing. I did a sumo thing where I was like, oh, like all my weight over. was on my thighs. He was doing was a deep squat. Yeah, deep squat. Yeah, yeah. And it was burning so much. It was so embarrassing. I couldn't do so it. So instead of having a conversation, right. you decided to pull your pants up and leave? Yeah, I left. Yeah. I always leave situations like that. You know Wait, I mean? but and then the next day, is that when we saw you? And you said that you had gone on a date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? At that time, yeah. So, and then I remember you telling us the story, the two dicks. Oh, right, right. What two dicks? <laughs> oh, Are you guys God. so far oh, past oh that? Oh, my God. I remember. I'm so sorry. That's wonderful. And I wanted to I'm know, so like... I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Wait, am I, I like you know bringing what? up no, no, no. bad here's the memories here's the here? Thing. Here's the thing. I did a lot of things where in our early in our relationship where most women would have left. Right. And to be fair, you guys weren't like in love yet. At that time. At yeah, all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Like you but were I just threw one her date. Under the bus you did. Multiple so, times. Multiple times. So Kalila, you had two boyfriends. And it was before. your fault. You and DVDSA's fault. Well, yes. it's your fault. <laughs> no, I mean, oh yeah, it is my fault. Like we didn't even know of that. <laughs> Unless you would have told us. I know. So Kalila had two boyfriends, basically. Right, and I, I had li- I was living with them for several years And together. you basically told her entire sexual history. <laughs> right. But you know what? It was both a burden and a blessing at the same there time. Because Why? I had been living in basic, not secrecy, but I couldn't really, there was a shame about it, mm-hmm. or at least the perception that what I, how I was living wasn't okay, even mm-hmm. amongst my friends and family. So he gave me an opening to say, you know what? I own this. This is my life. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. It's out there. You were forced into it almost. Yeah. So it was a burden initially because there was a lot of judgment, Mm -hmm. but it felt like such a relief after a while. And And like, how did you get over the anger? Um, He begged and um, threatened to relapse. God. Yeah. Bobby. Okay, if you're sober, hey guys, if you're ever sober in your relationship. If you're ever sober. If you're ever sober and you're like, you know, trying to like, and you have a lot of time, the last card that you have is you threaten to relapse. <laughs> so that's wrong. terrible it's, advice. It's terrible. I'm outside a bar. That's like, I'm going to take my first oh, yeah, drink in 15 no, years. No. no. That's super I, that's bi- what I did. Yes, like, you that's did. That's like bipolar behavior. Yeah, I know, I'm not healthy. Or no, that's like borderline personality disorder. I have behavior. very big personality disorder. Do you like threaten suicide and stuff? 
I think he did. I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking kill myself. Did you ever mean it though? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, you know if what? she if she would have left me because I exposed her yeah. on your podcast, yeah. I probably would have relapsed. Really? Yeah, because I loved her. I think I loved her. At that point, at you that did. Point, yeah. 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 But I, look, we're still together. I, mm-hmm. I'm so happy you guys are still together. I think you guys are going to make it forever. You know what? I think so, too. Like, you've become such a partnership. Like, we're... It's morphed into something that I wouldn't imagine it would yeah. morph into, which is just this really strong kind of kindred yeah. relationship we have. Like at the end of the day, outside of the sex and all of that, I really like who he is. She, she, she's changed my life in so many ways. Number one, I don't smoke anymore. Um, my career is back in order because of her. I really believe that. Do you manage him? Like, is kind of, but like you know, but like most, like unofficially, most of the things that I have in my career right now is based on things that she drove me to do mm-hmm. that I normally wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm on a new sitcom coming out mm-hmm. on ABC. I got, I got um, love. I've, I, I got other things going on because she kind of pushed me to do it, mm-hmm. and I'm so lazy that. I swear to God, I would never be in this place without her. And I feel like you're someone who, like, your career means so much to you. It's everything. Like, it's I- fucking, it's my identity. It's, 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 um, it doesn't, you know, it's not my whole life. I mean, I have mm-hmm. my animals and my, and sobriety and, and my girlfriend and family and whatnot, but, um, everything that I have, like, financially and my, just in terms of putting food on the table, it's all from this, and I've been doing this for over 20 years. And I think you're someone who needs your career to be happy, right? Like, I, I'm not saying that you need it a, more than anything I else. I think you need Kalila. You need, you know, other things. But, like, I think, I think your career, you seem like your career is, like, an integral part of your happiness. Yeah, but when I met you guys, my career was in the shitter. It didn't seem like that, Yeah, but it though. was. So what I'm saying is, but is what that, does it mean that your career was I, I, number? One, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. Number one, I couldn't get any auditions. Okay. Right? Um, all I was doing is stand up comedy, which. But you were cool. constantly on the road, and I know I mean, the road is the, that brings in a good amount of money, it's right? It's about money. It's about being relevant. Okay, and you didn't feel relevant. I then? wasn't relevant. Really? Yeah, because at that time it was like. Ken Jung, all these other Asian kids were just working all the time and I wasn't and I felt like, you know, and these are all my friends too, so I just felt like, oh, it's over for me. I had my chance or my opportunity. Like you felt like a has-been. I mean, Poon, he said it best. What did he say? He wrote a blog about me. What what did it say? That I was a fading star. Oh. And I, 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 and I. Wow, I can't believe you still remember that. Hated him for that. You know he what? Grudges. I I remember things Poon's written about me too. <laughs> I don't remember anything else he's written, but I remember yeah. the things he's written about me. <laughs> so. when, when, he, when I read that, I cried. Oh, but you cry kind it of a lot, me. so I don't know what. <laughs> like what? I, I feel like I've seen you cry. I cry a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm just. Say, I'm not saying I cried because it was a devastating. It's a daily well, you thing. Just but did like, say yeah, that. I did cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so Kalila, when you met him, like, what what were your thoughts? Like, obviously, so you saw him on Tinder. Yeah. You know who he is, obviously. Yeah. And, like, what were you like? You know, I was, two years before I met him on Tinder, I 
went to the comedy store mm-hmm. and I saw him follow Chris Rock. And I, I walked out of there. I went in to see Chris Rock because it was Oscars weekend. And I walked out of there thinking, holy shit, Bobby was the funniest comedian oh. that night. I mean, and it was a stacked lineup. Yeah. And so when I saw him on Tinder, I remember that night. And you were so like, I yes. thought he seems really offbeat, mm-hmm. insane, but I think I want to at least have coffee with him. Right. So she told me to meet at a coffee shop that was the farthest thing from her house. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So this dipping it in happened during the day? No, 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 no. The dipping it in happened weeks after. Weeks after that. Oh. Dipping it, dipping it in didn't happen in the first oh, I day. You, I thought you ha- dipped on the no, first day. No, no, no. It takes me weeks to dip, babe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. kind of changes the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't ask to dip first day. He he wouldn't have had an Aziz There's no uh, way story. she would let me. If I would have said, can I dip? <laughs> well, imagine meeting me at the coffee shop. Hey, can I stick my penis in your... Just in the entry. No, I didn't imagine vagina. it to happen at the coffee shop, but I thought maybe like, no, I don't know. Dip and okay, so you went to have coffee. Yeah. And he he did he meet your expectations? No, it was weird because... I remember so that was also weird. There was a couch, right? Was, yeah. And then there was the full couch that we could just sit on. But I, I noticed that she sat in the middle of the couch to be closer. Okay. And I'm, I thought, wow, I might have a chance here, you know? Because, well, what? Did you mean it like that? Clara? I I, I no, want to know like immediately. Attentive, and yeah. She was looking me in the eyes. Okay. And she was like listening to everything that I was saying. Have you guys ever heard of this experiment that they did some like Yale or someone did on men and women and they took men of all ages and women of all ages, like including like two year olds mm-hmm. and they they would put like two dudes in a room and two women in a, or girls in a room and like they put them in a room where the chairs were facing forward. So side by side and in at every single age group, the two dudes would stay sitting facing forward and the women would always move their chairs to face each other. Oh, but that reminds me of that because like women that like that's why I hear that and I'm like well I would sit in the middle too but like just because no you have the whole couch right go to the end no that's what I, I know I'm just telling you that's what I thought like if I was when you go to the movie theater with another guy do you leave a seat in between three seats why because I just don't want to, I don't I don't like touching our elbows that's but what's weird. the point of going to the movies with someone if you can't even like whisper in their ear right. and, and say what is like a guy Talk about like, the trailers. Yeah. Isn't Thor amazing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, I, if I went to my uh, movie theater with my guy friend and I whispered, hey, isn't Thor amazing? He'd be like, I'm leaving, dude. But why even mm. go with a friend? Yeah, why bother? Because you, I, don't, I, I don't really need to. I just like, if my buddy's like, let's go watch it, I'm like, all right. Oh, so it's more a coincidence that you guys <laughs> <laughs> happen to be going at the same time. You know? I mean... It, uh, that's so weird to me. I, 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 you've never been to a movie theater by yourself? I have. I love it. I, I mean, I think it's actually oddly empowering yeah, yeah, to yeah. go by yourself because it's like, look at me. I don't like to me. It's a totally like selfish and empowering move. I'm yeah. like, look at me. Yeah. I am brave enough to go to the movies by myself, mm-hmm. and I like get off on that. Mm-hmm. I'm I, not I, actually those going. Guys com- like- my fans, like at every show, there's always one guy by himself. Really? Yeah. To my comedy show, they go, yeah, I just can't. That's something I can't really imagine is like going to a comedy show by myself. That's my people, though. We're Ronin. Mm, interesting. You know? we're, That's, we're roaming samurai. I feel like, do you laugh when you're alone? Like out loud? Yeah. 
You do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Kalila, do you? <laughs> All the time. At what? Like TV or? Yes, I cackle. That's the only time I really, truly feel like I'm. You can actually laugh. Yeah. I feel like I have laughed out loud by myself maybe like five times in my life. And it was like watching The Office or something. But you've never done anything to make yourself laugh? Like I've slipped on the sidewalk, right? <laughs> and then gotten up and just laughed. Like well, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. Uh, I'll do that just because in case someone's around looking. Right, me too. Falling alone yeah. is so awkward because you're like, maybe <laughs> someone saw me, yeah, yeah. but maybe they didn't. The, I need to react the as worst, if they're watching. The worst is when they ask you if you're okay. That just makes it <sighs> all the worse. Oh my God, are you? Tell, them what, like, tell I her what I did in okay. Tulum. Oh my God, so we go to <laughs> Did you Mexico. Number one, he's already the only Asian guy at the airport. Yeah, so everyone yeah. sort of has their eyes on him. We walk also out to the taxi there's area. Like, there's like a thousand taxi drivers outside. It's okay. like it's a sea of taxi drivers. And he was trying to it's look raining. confident and not and look trying, like... I'm, you know, like, I, I've been here before, guys. You know, this is I'm a pro at traveling. Right. And he crosses the... the taxis are this way. Yeah, I, pro- I go... I, I, I threw this group of taxi drivers and I hit the... You know, like the rain, and I, my I have wearing slippers. I slip, <laughs> and I hit the fucking asphalt on my face. No, actually, it was on your belly, and then you teetered back and forth on your belly. Oh, whatever. Like a seesaw. <laughs> and then I got right back up, like, a, like the banana. <laughs> I got right back up, and I put my hand up like this. I'm all right, everybody. You have to. And then they all laughed, <laughs> and my brother said, "You felt like a fat pig." <laughs> On concrete. On concrete. <laughs> and then he, at the whole way to the van, he was like, you call yourself a man? <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't laughing. Oh, no, he was no, in pain. I was in pain, but... <laughs> His toe was bleeding. Yeah, what a way to start off your vacation. <laughs> yeah, but when I think about it in the car, I'll laugh. Right. It's funny. It's a funny Was that the situation. first time you four ever... You, like, it was a double date vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, Steve. Yeah, but and it's his like girlfriend. it's more like babysitting for me. <laughs> you guys, it's are like our parents. kids. It's like, well, Steve is in his forties, but he's I, I've always had to take care of him. Right. So he's kind of like my son. Right? And I feel that same way towards Steve. Right. I feel like I'm his bigger sister, and that I need to make sure that he's okay, and I need to make sure his girlfriend's okay. Right. Well, his um, girlfriend's like twenty. No, she's she's twenty six. <laughs> uh, so like when you guys are on vacation, like you guys are calling the shots. Like you're like, this is what we're doing oh, today. No, oh yeah, if, Steve, if you can, can you imagine Steve goes, hey guys, we're gonna go to this spot and this spot. Literally, I cannot no, imagine no, that. No, no, no I'm in the manager. The I, one day we did leave, they just rode bikes in a circle around the <laughs> <laughs> around the the building. That's exactly what I <laughs> yeah, yeah. They went and got ice cream. And then they right. came, they just did circles. They're such a cute couple. I love that Steve found someone. Me too. And she's a great girl. It's a miracle straight from fucking heaven. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, And she really loves him. Okay, but what if, remember when you were in Mexico and they were talking about having kids potentially in the future? Oh my God. Wait, Imagine how that. did that conversation come up? I think that she wants kids eventually. Yeah, it's... It, Does it, he? It, yeah, uh, he would do it because if she, cause she'd want to do it and then all of a sudden now I have a kid. She would be a great mom. She's great. Dude, imagine though he doesn't, you know, financially, how the fuck? He doesn't have a job. Yeah, but she does. 
Oh, really? So she has. She's working. What is he gonna do? We're just gonna, you know. Help oh him my out god! That way. I just had an aneurysm. <laughs> that happened. Do you guys want a kid in your life, whether it's yours or yeah? I mean, her and theirs. I, we've killed two. We've killed two. Oh, you've killed two. But the yeah. thing is, is this? I'm gonna say mm. this right now. Okay, oh my god! You, you just got so serious. Yeah, Lord, because. Lord. Okay, I'll tell him that for you. I will never report another one. Oh, and the wait. next time it happens, you're keeping, we're keeping it. it. You know, can I tell you something? That's exactly where I'm at in my life. Um, a couple weeks ago, I thought I was pregnant because my period was like a few days late, and in those few days, I was like, "Well, that's it. Like this time, if it if I'm pregnant, I'm just gonna be a mom, I guess." Really, that's how you felt. That's exactly how I felt. Like, and I openly said it and everything like i wasn't like and i, and I do it I, I do it not out of a religious no. reason mm-hmm. but i do think that there is something wrong i mean I, I you know getting an abortion when you're young and we don't have any money but i really don't have any excuses for it no not wanting a kid is totally a good enough excuse Right. No, I, yes, Bobby. Yeah. No. And also, you're. No, 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 let me stop. Stop. No. You don't get a say in this because the thing that evil spawn yeah. is growing inside me. Yeah. And I get to pop that evil spawn out of my vagina, not I, yours. You I would know. feel differently if that baby were going to come out of your butt in nine years. <laughs> and, and you oh, had the one. And the thing been. is, as a man, you kind of have the option to leave. Do you know what I mean? You always have there's the not, option. You know, women can leave too. Yeah, but there's so much shame around yeah. a woman ditching her kid. So much shame. If a woman doesn't even have like the majority custody, people around her are kind of like, ooh, that's weird. Why doesn't she want to be with her kid more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if I'm free nutting, right? If I'm like just unloading, you know, without a condom, without any like care in the world, irresponsible in that way. And just, uh, I just don't think that there's something, there's something wrong about that. If I was, <laughs> if I was being like safe about it, yeah. Then that's one thing, but like I, I just feel like, especially somebody that I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't feel guilty for, I, for doing it a little bit, or no? No, because the circumstances around both pregnancies were a little, you know, it. it the first one I had, I was sick, and I had gone through multiple X-rays, and mm-hmm. I had a um, a procedure done where I had to go oh, under a general anesthesia, yeah. and they didn't give me a pregnancy test. <gasps> Um, which was their mistake because I didn't know I was pregnant then. Whoa. And so I only found out I was pregnant after I had gone under. So of course we would have, we, we, we right. should have aborted. Mm-hmm. That baby stood no chance the second time around. Mm-hmm. It was immediately after I had heart surgery. Yeah. So I mean like, it's not like we just willy nilly was like, okay. Right, you know? right, right, right. So if those things didn't happen, you think that we would have had a baby? I think so. Really? Yeah, because especially the second time around, I felt really good about it. Mm-hmm. I liked the way my skin was feeling. Yeah, I liked yeah. the way my hair was feeling. I was happy. Mm-hmm. Like it, things just felt good and right. Right. Mm-hmm. And Our kid would be homicidal. Our kid will be. I, I think mean, you guys it, would be great. You don't know parents. our character defects. We have. I have a lot of murderous traits in my Filipino side of the drug addiction fence. In my side. But you guys are good people, especially Kalila. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like I think, I think you would be an amazing mother. Thanks. Like I, you're, you're already a maternal person. Yeah, yeah. But can I just say this? I, I'm not. I'm a good person too. No, I, I'm not saying you're not. Yeah, I'm but I'm saying, not evil. No, I. Nobody said that. You know. You said that. I know. Okay. <laughs> You think I'm evil? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'll be a good dad. You call yourself a man. You, you fell into him. 
<laughs> you can't be a dad. Yeah. Are no. you still working a lot or no? So actually right now I'm not shooting. Uh-huh. So, and that's the other thing. That's the other reason I was like, you know what? If like I, if that was like the first time in my adult life that I was like, oh, if I'm pregnant right now, like I'll know who the dad is. Like I know what color this baby will <laughs> oh, be. Oh, wow. wow. You know, and before like, I, I've never been in like a monogamous thing in my adult life or anything like that. Even when I was married the last time, like I was still working a lot. Yeah. Like it could have, you know. By the knows? way, thanks for the flashlights. Oh. <laughs> and then also, secondly, um, thank you so much for the flaccid penises that you said. What the fuck are those for? I, I didn't. I, I didn't send you those. You we just have, sent us 19 I, No, it's like 57 of all colors and... and oh, it was a 57, yeah. They're all flaccid, though. I, I asked Fleshlight to send you guys some Fleshlights. Yeah. As a gift. Yeah. You know? Because um, I know you guys are fans of... You and Steve are both right. Rocket Pussy fans. Yeah, but I Oh, by the way, those are for you to share with Steve. Yeah, I know I did. Oh, okay, good. And also, secondly, dude, I cannot fucking use the one that you're fit... Your, your Fleshlight... That's your vagina. Why? That's fucking weird. Yeah, but it's not Asa's face attached to it. it. It's matter. still a. That, was that molded? Is that fleshlight molded to your vagina? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But that, it didn't touch my vagina. It yeah. doesn't matter. It looks like your vagina. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm gonna say this right now. If I see a porn and you're like in the thing, I won't watch it. Yeah, you've said that before. I cannot do it. But a lot, you know what? A lot of people that know me in real life, I think, feel that way. It, uh, watching you do that, I mean, I, I I know you're very good at it. You're the champ, and whatever. You're number one. You know, <laughs> you're you know you you got the talent or whatever. But my point is, is that for some reason, I I can't watch it. You're a good person. No, it's not, about, it's not about being. You're good. just trying to prove you're not evil now. No, 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 no that's not what I'm doing. I, no, ask. I've told, said this right, before. Right. Like, just you know, if you guys made a sex tape. I would watch it. <laughs> I yeah, because of comedy. I, as, as, as a no, comedy. not as a comedy. You would laugh your ass off. No, I wouldn't. Oh, my rabbit fucking. <laughs> eleven seconds. Max. Eleven second max. And I count Wait, is it, it out. really eleven seconds? Yeah, for eleven seconds. That's all. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he and then flips over and he's like, "Babe, can you do the work you now?" You do the work now. <laughs> oh, eleven seconds of being on top. Not no, of rabbit. Of just constant rabbit fucking. On being on top. <laughs> you know where I'm pumping like, like real quick. Okay. Eleven like seconds max of doing any kind of work. So do you just like adjust yourself around him? Like, do you work around his schedule? Do you know sex what I mean? wise? Like, I've been with guys that, for example, not saying you do this, but I've been with guys who come really fast. So then you just have to like work around their schedule and make yourself come really fast. Um, he doesn't. He's not the fastest comer I've ever been with. He's not the longest either. He's very Average. in between, Average. and and really, it's such a blessing. I hate I I hate both ends of the spectrum. I always say that too. Like, no, who wants to fuck for an hour? Oh, that just seems so tedious. Yeah. And people are like, I can go for hours. I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, thank you. I, I think only men compare themselves to each other in that way because if you ever really told a woman that she would be like um yeah uh, i'll pass yeah that's i have not... a life i can't do an hour yeah like seven I mean, minutes it's too much work and I, you, you know, say that like you don't have the time but i don't think that's what it is either right no but it's it's i mean we say that and then we're like gonna go watch netflix <laughs> <laughs> right like, it's not like but you're doing it for the the end part the end, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know how you're watching a movie and you're like, this movie sucks, but I heard it's a good ending? Right. Yeah, I just want to get to the ending. Right. You want to right, skip So why would you want to wait like three hours, like watch Lord of the three, Rings, um, all three Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah. Let's but just you, do it in ten fucking minutes. Fucking for hours is for like drugs. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, sober, you don't want to do I that. I had a realization today. Mm-hmm. So Bobby and I have been together. It's going to be five years this year. Wow. But there's something about stability and acceptance and living in such a a, a very um, safe relationship like ours mm-hmm. that it takes away the horniness mm-hmm. that there's it's yeah. not laced with rebellion anymore when when there's a little bit of shame and guilt mm-hmm. is when i always felt a, the horniest i wanted to ask you guys that so like in every relationship i've ever been in the sex always fades and i am like one of the horniest people i know yeah and the person i'm dating is usually also like a hyper horny person yeah so if that's happening to us like is it happening to everyone yes we, we're 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 in a really weird spot right now. And so, like, what? How often do you guys have sex? It's been a while. Yeah. Like, what's a while? A while is like maybe a month. And but you guys are cool with it. I. Uh, I, I think you, that we. You know, I, I, can I, let me just say something. Okay. I think I, I honestly believe because we live in this two bedroom thing. Yeah. And we have five animals, and they're all in the same room. Right. And it's just. The logistics. The just logistics of it. And um, I also, I had a, a porn thing. Oh, like an addiction? Well, I have a th- weird thing that I, I mean, and I'm weeding it out of my life. But okay. um, I don't know. I've never so- talked about it before. Weeding but, yeah, you porn have. out? About, no, about Unisom and the whole thing. Yeah, you have. have. What is mm-hmm. Unisom? So Unif- Unisom is a sleeping <laughs> thing that you get at. Walgreens, whatever. Oh, like Tylenol PM? Kind of like that, yeah. Okay. And if you take a little extra, okay. right, it makes you Oh, really you're doing it to horny, get high. Horny. Okay. It doesn't get you high. Okay. I think it only um, happens to a small percentage of people. And <laughs> only he, a small... Him no, and his, the Lee brothers. Not, my brother and I... My brother are, no, the but, oil brothers. The oil brothers, right? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it is such a euphoric Cummings... Come... I want to try it. It's it's beyond. You know how people the like drug addict in me is like. You know how I'm, like David Carradine go. and the guy from Inexcess yeah. died from the hanging thing. Yeah, I think it's like that. Ooh, interesting. So it's like when you take enough, like coming you, on another planet. Yeah, and you, <laughs> and you and you and you and you wait until it peaks, right? And you when you come, it's like you're an out of body experience. And it has to be Unisom? Yeah. Can it be Tylenol PM? No. It doesn't have the it, NyQuil. It, it, you know, it has to be that ambient chemical diethyl. Um it's the same as Benadryl, yeah. right? Oh, okay. Like, no, it's not. It's not an antihistamine. It's Is a, it in Robitussin? Uh, Is it called DXM? No, it's um D I H I forgot what it was called. Diphenhydramine, okay. I think. Okay. But so, so my brother and I But what does do that it. have to do with you guys? Because <laughs> it <laughs> because what I do is I do it and then I watch some real fucked up porn. Like what's real fucked up porn? Like it's just super HD stuff and no, he has no. to watch all their interviews before he he does yeah, a yeah. whole... You have all the signs of like a porn addict. I really am addicted. First yeah. of all, the fact that you're trying to quit. It's four days I haven't watched porn. Oh God. He counts them. I count, I count the days. Seven months oh. off cigarettes, four days yeah. off porn and around a month that you haven't fucked your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's not, okay. it's not, it's not good. So, okay, so why, but like, why do you have to quit porn? I don't understand. Because I had to quit. I never asked that of him. I just asked that he fucked me more. Right. Um, but like, why, why can't you take the Unisom and have sex? Because she doesn't like it. What? The timing of it. Because it if always I, has to I be at it, five in the morning and I'm asleep. Why don't you take it earlier? 
Because he, he, that's just, he's a vampire. That's just who you are. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. of who you another are. Another thing that I wanted, another barrier, I think, is because I take on such a motherly role in his life. Right. That I cannot, it's, it's hard. hard for me to feel like a, it's hard for me to feel like a lover when I'm being a mother to somebody. So it's like the Madonna whore complex, except you're feeling it too. Right. Right. Yeah, she'll go like, don't you, take the dogs down. Not in that tone. Uh, right. But like, you know what I mean? Take the dogs out. And I'm like, oh, I don't do want to right now. I'm playing video games. I always turn into a mother. <laughs> Me too. Always. And it comes from a place where I like it. Like, I don't think I would even want to be in a relationship where I'm not that way. Because to me, that's showing love. Same. Like, if I'm not that way, it means I don't love you. Right. But like, so is that, are we just doomed? Is there such a relationship where like... Um, I think that maybe I can learn to take my mother hat off for those seven minutes a day. Like mother on the streets, yeah. girlfriend in the streets. Right. But I need to remember to take that hat off. Right. Um, and it's hard to do that when I'm yelling at him because he's 16 hours into a video game. Right. That's another thing. That's the other thing. Yeah. I, 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 say, I Well, I just, I get obsessed over a specific kind of video game. Mm -hmm. And then I play it like 16 hours a day. Right. I can't even believe that I even have a career. <laughs> well, because it's like because because I play so much, right? That I don't really do anything else. Do you think you could have a normal job? Like, no. are you capable? No, like, I don't think I'm capable. I'm not saying that like in a degrading. I'm way. not. I mean, if you and I, if we were forced to do it, we would be able to have to do it. I think I'd kill myself. No, no, you would do it. I think I'd kill myself. <laughs> no, like no, I'm no, not joking. Like I, well, if first you and of I had to clock in, like they, let's say, like. Let's say North Korea took over America. Okay. And they said that. Okay, and Kim we Jong have to push said, paperwork. No, you, you <laughs> and also you guys are gonna be rice farmers now. So you and I had to get up at five in the morning and like chop rice down and put them in bundles. I kill myself. You would kill yourself. I would kill myself. Okay, so I had a job you at Barstool for a year, so. yeah. and but that yeah. was hardly a job. Like I went in at like two p.m. every yeah. day. I would stay for like three hours and like fuck around and talk to people. And every single day I went in, I was like, I can't believe I have to go to a, a job. Right <laughs> I couldn't. I never got over it for yeah. the whole year. I never got used to it. When I used to work, I used and to that work was at a, fun a job. restaurant called the Brockton Villa. And it was at the Cove in La Jolla. So it was a busy restaurant. So I would do like an eight, nine hour shift where I was slammed the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I would go and everyone would go, let's go get a drink or let's, we're going to go out or whatever. I go, I'm not. I would go across the street where the cliffs are. Right. And I would sit on the cliff, right, with just all this restaurant grime. I would light a cigarette. I would smoke it. And I would go, jump. So emo. <laughs> okay, so jump. you would rather kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> jump right now. Jump. Like, I really, literally wanted to kill myself. Did you hear, like, music playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, I, for some it reason, some like power. like a Bojack Horseman, like. <laughs> but some power made me go, just go home. And then I would do it again the next just day. Just be a normal person, go to job. But what happens is this, is that you, you know, I was 22 at the time, 21. Mm -hmm. By the time I was 23, I was like, if you don't change or do something that is going to change your circumstances, mm -hmm. You're gonna die. You're mm -hmm. gonna kill yourself because you have no future, mm -hmm. no pussy, no money, nothing in the future. I didn't go to college, nothing. I, but I, you know what? Maybe like to be any anyone successful in like a comedian or like anyone in entertainment, maybe you have to have that hatred 
for a normal job. Because mm-hmm. or else you would just give up on like the third audition you failed and be like, fuck <laughs> yeah. it, I'm going to go work in an office and be a normal person. Because you have plan B, that's still an option. Right. You, yeah, have, I, you have to be a little bit irrational. You can never have a plan B. <laughs> right. No, I, I really, when people go, well, you know, I'm going to college, but I also want to do stand up. I go, don't go to college. Right. Because you're never going to make it then. Right. You, you have, have to be all to in. All in. I, I swear to God, I would. I, I when I came to LA, I had this Toyota truck, and the window was blasted open, mm-hmm. so there was no window. And I used to park it at the comedy store, and I used to just. And I didn't. Uh, this is before Kalisto. I lived with Kalisto, and I lived in that truck at the comedy store parking lot. Mm-hmm. I remember one day this guy Jimmy Schubert, who was a stand. He was on Last Comic Standing, but mm-hmm. before he was on that, and I was a kid. He knocked on the door one day, and he got. Hey, when's the last time you ate? I got I don't know, like yesterday. He goes, let me take you to lunch. Those moments. How long did you struggle before you got famous? Like how many years? Six years. Six years. That's short, right? If you look at his diary entries, you it's only three. Yeah, he used to keep a diary. It's so really cute. cute. It's right over here. Yeah, right there. I mean, the things I used to say. I mean, if I read you some of the... I'm going to show you. Only you would write a diary for the world to hear. I mean, <laughs> like that's, this stuff is so you probably fucking, wrote it imagining people. Reading. This is so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Read, okay. April 19th, 1995. These stand up gigs are bringing me down. <laughs> I hit a new low tonight. I stripped naked, stuffed shit up my nose, balanced an ashtray on my head and stuck a microphone up my ass just to get a laugh. What the fuck does paying your dues mean anyway? <laughs> Who the fuck do I have to pay and why? You need to publish this. <laughs> what? You need I to hate this. this. I mean, I it mean, just goes on and on. I don't think anybody on. reads back in their diary and thinks I was awesome. I don't think that's a thing. Right. Yeah. But you know what I find even more interesting what? is that you wrote your name as Mr. Bobby Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Not just I Bobby did, Lee, Mr. Bobby Lee. Yeah. What? What? Yeah, so then you hold yourself in such high regard. I do, I do. Well, I, I want to put this sir, is something sir, I find sir about comedians as a lot. And actually, you know what? A lot of my favorite people actually hold themselves in really high regard, but also hate themselves so much that they'll never be happy. <laughs> like it's such a I feel like you just described a hundred percent of who he is. <laughs> okay, here look, look at this. So I didn't do an entry until so it was, so March eighth, ninety seven, right? And then I didn't do an entry, and then. Five years later, right? And this is what I put. I make 7000 a week and I have 40000 in, in investments. <laughs> oh, so you were bragging? Yeah, <laughs> to himself. It was like, hold on. So you kept this notebook all this time and it was like a fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's actually really adorable. Oh, thank but you. He, you know, he only wrote that for someone to find it one day and of say, course. whoa, Bobby, this is yeah. incredible. And now you're like, Oh, let me just find this random page. Yeah, and I hope they see that. I hope they address me as Mr. Bobby Lee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um. Wait, but actually, you mentioned something that I wanted to ask you about. Like, you show your penis a lot, yeah. right? Well, and like, obviously, I like to be seen naked. Like, do you? Are you an exhibitionist? Is that why you do that, or like, why do you show your penis? I've always been like that. Even as a kid, I used to like. I used to go to my friend's church, mm-hmm. and we'd be like in church, and then he'd look over, and my penis would be out. I use it did it for a laugh. I think he's just a new. What do you call a nudist? Are all nudist exhibitionists? Exhibitionist? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
I think so, yeah. I've, I never, mean, I I've never been embarrassed about my penis or my body, and I don't have any shame when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, but that's not a reason to show it all the time, either. But yeah, but I wanted to show people, like, you know, what I'm I think a with. lot of people are not ashamed about their body, but they're not, like, naked all the time. I think there is shame. So I, think, you, I, I think if if you don't want to show your, like, genitals to a, a, a stranger... That there's an issue there. So you think if so you think that if nobody had shame around their bodies, we would all be flashing our penises. I think that we would go to the beach and at church. Not at church. I think that's not the right place. But I think we go to the beach, right? And we be able to just walk around. Well, you that's know, or, probably or a pool, true. You know, <laughs> I just think that people like are just really weird about it. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Like, it's weird that nudity is so taboo. Yeah, it's so taboo. It, like everyone has tits and pussies and asses and dicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, why are we? You know, my parents didn't clothe me until I was like twelve, and then my mom spoon fed me until I was twelve. Yeah, I see yeah. photos of her as a kid, and she's always naked. And I, you know, my my tits were already budding right. by the time I was ten, and my mom refused to give me a bra. So when we were at home, we were always just allowed. We were only allowed to be in underwear. Right. And so maybe that's why I was molested. Because, you know, my uncle saw that I was, I mean, my cousin, older cousin, thought saw that I was budding. No, no. That's not why you were You're molested. right. You're right. Why were you Spoken molested? like a true victim. I know. Fuck you, I have victim syndrome. <laughs> why were you molested? I was molested because he's a crazy person. Yeah. You were molested because of him, not yeah. because of you yeah, or what I, you were wearing or yeah, not wearing. That shit just drives me fucking crazy. Molestation. But you know what? In, in Asian countries, I feel like we... It's weird because we're sexually way more conservative, but at the same time, like my family's naked a lot too. Yeah, like yeah. people will bathe together, mm-hmm. and that's no big. My dad deal. used to same. I still bathe with my sister, and he thinks it's weird. Yeah, that's totally in Japan. That would be normal. Yeah. Yeah, but with, uh, with two dudes, like my brother. Yeah, that's that would also be normal. But you go to the spa together, and you're both naked. Yeah, right? and you guys go shopping for took, lube together. Yeah, that's anything, way more way intimate. Weirder. Yeah. Yeah, my brother though, it took years for him to get to go to the spa. Really? And, yeah, and he used to cover his like, like a in front of spa. Yeah, he would cover his penis with his hand. Right. And he's like, "You go in first, Bob." And I'd go in. I've like literally seen your brother fucking. I know it's so sad. Like I've seen his boner and you have. He, yeah, and like not because I hooked up with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah like it was on a video. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We've yeah. all seen so it. Hard to imagine yeah, yeah. that he uh, was. Oh no, he used to be. He's so. He used to be so like. I think he's a little, I don't want to say it, homophobic a little bit. No, he's not. He's absolutely not homophobic. homophobic. Yeah, I think he is. That's a, no, your brother is so far away from being homophobic. He's not, no, he doesn't. Are you telling us you're homophobic? No, 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 no. no, no. Here's what I I mean, but to me is this, okay? If I'm at a bar Mm -hmm. and a gay man, Mm -hmm. he thinks I'm single and he puts his hand on my thigh. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, what's your name? Right? I'd be like, hey, man, I'm seeing somebody, but I'm good. Right? Yeah. And then you would take his hand off my thigh or whatever. Okay. If somebody touched I'm my brother's thigh, if a stranger thigh. man touched my brother's thigh, he would be dead. Um, if anyone touched my thigh and I didn't know them, they would be dead too. It applies. It doesn't. There's nothing about homosexuality that... That doesn't make him homophobic. He doesn't want his inner thigh groped yeah. by man or woman. No, if it was a woman, touched. if it was a woman, he wouldn't care. 
You know what? But no, just, I, listen, listen to what I I'm was saying. just having this conversation with someone too. Is like it's weird because I feel like when we grew up, like for example, like if someone was spreading a rumor that you were gay. I don't care. Like, maybe you wouldn't care, but I think most people from our generation would. And they would be a little bit mad about it, and they would want to fix that rumor, right? Because we grew up in a time that there was still a little bit more of a stigma around being gay. Yeah, but I, I think, like, kids now, yeah. it would be like being like, yo, so-and-so's a lefty. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't even... Yeah. If, you know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't even, like... But that's what I'm saying, is is that when they're on the internet, you can read things like, Bobby Lee is definitely 100% gay. Right? <laughs> And I on Wikipedia, that, it says bisexual. Yeah, I'm not bisexual, <laughs> but my point is, is this is that. But you've sucked a dick. Yeah, in, when I was a kid. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't. You know, have said I was that. in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're gay. You yeah, yeah. In the middle school, I did. But my point is, is that I don't care if people go, "You're gay," and I'm not. But I don't care. Right. It's not that something people like feel you that way. care to like what do contact care? Wikipedia and be like, "I'm not gay." Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my brother would. It would offend them. And I think that anyone that's offended by that I don't is homophobic. I think that makes them homophobic. I think that, uh, I don't know. They don't want to be misrepresented. Yeah. Some people are a little bit touchier no, about but no, that. They, they, it's, it's, a, it's like saying, what, would you get offended if somebody said you're heterosexual? Is there anything that someone could say about you, though, that would offend no. you? Yeah. See, I think you're like a different breed but of No, person. it's not. I'm free. Or if the uh, yes, there I'm would be free something in that way. And what it's, if someone me tooed you? That would uh, upset you only because it's so not who he is as a yeah, guy. He's so nice. You know, listen, that's because there's a criminality to something like that. And so, right, I like if someone said you were a murderer, yeah, yeah, I don't want that. that. You know, because I'm not. I don't do that. I'm not right. that. That's not me. Right. It goes around. But being gay is not a criminal thing. Ethics. It's not. You know, that's what I'm saying. The judgment on it, right? in society still has a weird thing and it's like I don't think that it's I mean I guess I'm too liberal <laughs> you're just too good of a person Bobby no I'm just liberal yeah, I'm not ba- I'm, I, I do a lot of bad things I lie <laughs> you know, I'm deceitful I live in the shadows you know and the thing is is that I you know I'm the reason why I am the way I am is because of sobriety I've been, I haven't done a drug in like 16, almost 16 years mm-hmm. I, I have 16 in March 6th mm-hmm. coming up Congratulations. Yeah, but it's like, I think a lot, thank you, but I think a lot of that, right, has to do with because I'm just clear and I just kind of know who I am. You sound like you're in such a good place in your life. I'm in the best place in my life. Yeah. And it's all because of Kalila, I feel like. It is. And I'm not just saying that like because like I love Kalila. Like, it literally I, seems like she stepped into your life and now everything's perfect. I remember like the night <laughs> where I... Because I got this sitcom that I'm coming out on. Mm-hmm. What is it? Can you? It's are called, you yeah, yeah, yeah. It? It's a. It's called Splitting Up Together. It's on ABC. We we premiere March 27th after Roseanne. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I got the sitcom, I didn't audition for it. I just oh, got you it. didn't? No, it fell into your lap. Yeah, but the reason why is because of love. Okay, on Netflix. On Netflix. <laughs> so what happened was, you know, when I was reading, like auditioning again. Mm-hmm. She goes, you have to read for... I go, I'm not going to get it. But she's like, you have to go in. And now, if she wasn't in my life, I would, I 100% would have gone in. Mm-hmm. But I auditioned for love. Mm-hmm. And I w- it actually went in on a different day. Like, I was on the... I came into the casting on the wrong day. They're like, we're not Whoa. reading. And I go... I mean, talk about serendipitous. And like- I go, yeah, but I'm here. Like, all right, we know you. We love you. So, so I read, right? And then I got it. And then it's a small part, but... The direct, one of the directors and producers, Dean, 
he left the show to do the show sitcom. Uh huh. And when they were casting for the show, they were having a hard time. Mm-hmm. And he just basically said he probably won't read. But what about this guy, Bobby? Because I work with him on Love, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "All right." And they just got. They gave and me then the you just got it. Yeah, but my point though is, is that if I didn't have that show, right, I would have never met Dean. Right. Right. So I think that, and that's all derived from her making me even read for Love in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean, so I love that show, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's done. This is last year. So, oh, it's last done? season. Yeah. What? Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that show's so good. I think they just wanted to. But splitting three. up together sounds really cool. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Like, no, like the concept of it. Yeah. Because, like, okay, like in my last marriage, like yeah. I was in a very, like, we could have been that scenario. Because even though we were together, like we were sleeping in separate bedrooms, we had our own offices, like nothing was together. Okay, I have a question about yeah. that. So, you know how they say sleeping in separate beds helps out with sex in general? Can you vouch for that? No. And let me tell you, like, that was something. Are you guys sleeping together or separate? Always together. together, So, like, actually, I've always slept apart from, like, my partner, Mm -hmm. whoever I was with. It's just, like, what I prefer. And, like, in this last marriage, like, I really prided us on being the kind of couple that, like, I was like, we both have our own thing going on. We're not codependent. And I think I have a tendency to get codependent. That's why I was like so like gung-ho about Mm -hmm. this new me that like, you know, we have all separate friends and like he has nothing to do with my career and I have nothing to do with his. And like, I was so proud of it. And like, even when I took the job in New York, I was like, oh, like, you know, most dudes wouldn't let me be gone half the time, but he's totally fine with it. And I was so proud of all of that. But like as soon as we started breaking up, I was like, oh my God, that was the problem. It's like we were not intimate at all. And not just sexually, but like we shared nothing. And I think that's probably what Bobby and I, I have that works is that our lives are so intertwined. And we're so attached at the hip in mm-hmm. many ways. And In every way. She's but, the only person I see. Like there, there, there are days where I don't see other human beings. She's the only one I'm in contact with. Right. It gets to the point where it's like, can you call, f- get me food? I can't get food without her. You yeah, guys but, are going to start getting plastic surgery to look more like each other. I'm going to get beard. I'm going to get beard implants. Is that because I have a mustache? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that because You're become one gender, we're so desensitized to each other's presence that I think that gets in the way of sex as yeah, well. Yeah, she farts in front of me. Now. I don't fart in front of you. You come you to the farted. bathroom to hear me fart. <laughs> that sounds really likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He has it's juicy. Yeah, but he even if I lock the bathroom while I'm taking a shit, I'll put a little pin. He'll in put it put through. Yeah, just because he wants to come in and smell it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that because that turns you on? I like smells. I like bad smells, good smells. I'm a big smell guy. So you're doing it because it turns you on? I, think I don't know why I do it, but like, like my or dog. Are you doing it like because it's funny? That dog's breath is so stinky, but I love smelling it. Yeah. Like I open I your mouth, I want to smell it. Sometimes understand that a little bit <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you smell when you floss? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I do yes. too. Do you put your, but I, do you I floss every day though. No. no. Do you? When's the last time you ate a booger? <laughs> I've never. Like that's not a thing. You've but never you, eat- and, you and Dave. Mm. And his Both brother. Both you talk about eating boogers. Yeah, I well, it, I don't eat boogers on a regular, but every once in a while, like when, when, it's, when you're feeling when it, no, when naughty. it's right, when I see it, sometimes it's like the perfect kind. What's the perfect? A little kind? blood in it that's dried, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's dried, a little dry blood. It's only the flaky ones. Yeah, the flaky ones. Yeah, there's something about. What it. is the motivation? There's no motivation. It's, is it well, narcissist? Hold on. They're narcissists. They want to eat themselves. They're, nar- they're narcissists. I can't let any of myself go. Also, yeah. it, it was already in my body. What's the fucking point? He tastes his own nut too all the time. He smells it. He likes I, you it. know what? I like that in a guy. I have to say, like, I if if a guy can't kiss me after he nuts in my mouth, I'm like, you're not the guy for me. Right. Like, well, yeah. what a prude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also, like, the booger was already in here, just in a different You know what? Hole. You would probably I'm love to smell, like, an old tampon, like, after it comes out of the pussy. Well, like, when she, sometimes she doesn't She fly. takes like pictures of it. I take photos of her tampons. Mm-hmm. For fun or for, no, just to ha- it record, turns you for a record. on? I, no, I yeah. just want everything. I want, I want all of it. Why? 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 Because why? I love her and I want all of it. <laughs> because is it because does it make you feel closer to her? Now, will you eat my boogers? No, that's crossing the line. I, I don't eat every booger. It's like once a year is what. I'm <laughs> okay, first of all, don't shame us for not knowing the intricacies <laughs> of booger eating because we didn't shame you when you told us you eat your boogers. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> but I can understand the closeness factor because okay, so like I'm seeing a guy right now, and like. He would never shit in front of me. And that was like a thing. And I, because he was like, I don't want to shit in front of you. Now it's like, now I need you to do it. Yeah. yeah. And now not only do I need you to do it, I need to be sitting on your lap while you're taking a shit <laughs> because I want to feel as close to you as I possibly can. Yeah. Is it like that? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we, it's, I've never been in a relationship like this in my life. I think I've, he's just bored and needs I, a new I, hobby. I, no, here's the thing. I, all relationships to me last two years I know this about you and I actually wanted to bring that up you is, were a kind of a commitment phobe kind of right yeah yeah and I remember Steve saying once to us and Kalila was there actually and he was like one and a half years is kind of the expiration date yeah and, and you guys were at one and a half years yeah and now what almost five yeah so I this is all new territory I'm and, like Jean-Luc Picard like this is like a new frontier I remember even when you first when even like the first year you guys were dating I remember you always kind of being like I don't know how if I'm meant to be in long relationships yeah. and like all this stuff but like now I see you and I can tell you like this is it for you. It's it's not only it. It's like enhanced your life. Not even just even career wise. It, it just animals. You understand? Before I met Kalila, if I saw a dog in a freeway, I would speed up. <laughs> That's the Korean in you. I know. I would just like I'm gonna try. You know, and it's like it's crazy. Like my friend would be like his dog would die. Right. And he'd be crying. Right. And I'd be like, why are you crying? He's like, my dog died died and I'd be like yeah but why are you crying <laughs> you know what I mean like I didn't understand right that you could love an animal right because I now eat you them. do but not only that my fucking animal I love them as much as I would more than my cousins <laughs> I, I love my animals more than my cousins like somewhere between sibling and cousin yeah Brother, I love them dog, so cousin. fucking much yeah that if we were last night we were driving back from Irvine and mm-hmm. we were talking about if we lost go, go, any of our animals yeah. we were fucking crying we were crying no and let me tell you my dog just died and yeah and like it was oh, I can't even talk about it it's the, it's the worst thing I've ever been it was the most heartbreaking broken I've ever I'm the most heartbroken I've ever been yeah like I've had people die on me I've had an ex-boyfriend die I've had grandparents die 
nothing compares to this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No joke, nothing. Well, how did now? Were you there in the presence of your dog? When I you was. I, I can't even talk. I'm like not ready to talk about. I it. I know, but I know, but did you did they did you call somebody <laughs> over to your house to put him, put him down? No. Or to a place? So it was it was crazy. Like I landed in L. A. and my friend who was taking care of my dog called me and he's like, "We're on our way to the hospital right now. Something's wrong." And then I got to the hospital right in time. He was still alive. And the doctor comes in. He's basically like, his kidneys are failing. And then, um, and, and that's... And, How old was your and dog? This is, he, 11. And like, this is the first dog I've had on my own. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, before I've had puzzle, dogs right? and then like, I give them to my parents. Right. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, super irresponsible <laughs> shit. Right. But like, this is the first dog that like, stuck with me. I've been through so many relationships yeah. with him. Like and a my real porn career. Mm-hmm. And like, I've been alone with him a lot. Like, it's just... Yeah. It was really like a piece of me died. I and yeah. I've never felt like that. Yeah. It's I can't, the worst. I, I'm so sorry. I can't imagine. It, it makes me like think I, I don't think I can have another dog ever again. That's what people say, yeah. Isn't it weird that we sign up for that? I, yeah, I always think that. Like I signed up for five heartbreaks. Yeah. Five serious heartaches in my life. Because I have five animals and that's just what we signed up for. And it's Why inescapable. I don't, I've never done it before. I mean, I, I, before, I was free before you I met her. You are in for. Mm-hmm. I know. I can only imagine. I, I, I look at the, I, when I'm on the road. Mm-hmm. I think of Kalila. I can't wait to see my brother Steve. Mm-hmm. But the animals is what I'm really like. I can't wait to like. <laughs> no, I miss you, but I'm just saying. Right. You know what I mean? I can't wait to kiss Gobi's belly. Right, her freckled belly. You yeah, know? no, and I the excitement that they that. see when they see me. The excitement. They also, also the thing with dogs is like they only love you. They don't resent you for anything. There's no history of like. It's not like every time you argue, the same shit comes up. Right, you know what I mean. But you know they say, dog. I find that cats. I feel the same way about my cats. Really? Yeah. Oh my fucking god. I am not into cats. I know, but. Gooner. But our, our, I think that you, even if you're not into cats, you have to respect how independent they are, and they are smarter than dogs. Yeah, sure. And not only that, there is such I'll a deep that. love there between mm-hmm. you and a cat. Really? Yeah. Because they always I'll say... You, you, you don't know you know the fuck you're talking about right yeah. now. Yeah, right. I don't. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, and let me just say something. So, like, Gooner, like, some, like, Bojo. Let's, let's talk about Bojo, our youngest one. Bobby Jr. How many fucking... We have, you have three five cats. animals? Yeah, we have three cats. Bojo pretends when I come home that like I'm a couch. Okay. Or like, what the fuck is that? Right. Who is that? Right. Right? Like as if we've never met before. Right. He'll just walk away or whatever. But then like there are times when I'll be in the bathroom mm-hmm. and he'll go yeah. at the door. And he, because he knows that that's our alone time, I'll close the door. And then we have so he's ninety percent mean and ten percent gives you love. It's not mean. It's, it's apath- I, apathy. It's apathetic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, do you know what this is called? What Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> the, no, for real. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is what they do. Like yeah. they kidnap you and tr- torture you and treat you like shit. But then that one percent of the time that they're feeding you or like that's. But what here's the thing, though. It also makes is you fall so hard. No, it's this too, though. It's um, my unconditional love. <laughs> God. It, it is. I love this thing, and I, I you know, when Wait, Bojo, when what, Bo- you, what is your unconditional? <laughs> it's that that you know, I I know that the relationship. Like that's why he is ninety purrs at the door sometimes. You know, how you and see other a, times treats you like a couch. You know, like Anna Nicole Smith was dating that married to that ninety year old man. Yeah. You know that the love was like 
ninety percent him, ten percent. Like it wasn't even, even, yeah. right? Okay. It's not fifty fifty. Someone's right. always got to love the other more. Yeah, yeah she has in, she has intentions of money and security yeah. and all that stuff. Like I can't wait for this guy to die. Yeah, but she also sort of likes him. I know, but you know, I mean, you know, when she's sucking his dick, she was like, oh, "This is weird." I don't think she that even required. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> oh, whatever. You know, or maybe we're wishful. But it's thinking. not fifty fifty, right? <laughs> That's what my my relationship with my cats aren't fifty fifty. It's probably eighty percent me, seventy percent, mm-hmm. and thirty percent. It doesn't matter. He works best that way. I love. So yeah. and okay, how about you guys? What percent are you? Um. Okay. So I do. I feel like I love him more, uh-huh. but he needs me more. Oh, interesting. I need her now. Yeah. Yeah. Is I that can't. working for you though? It yeah, I would if she. I I think I think in my head, you know, I'll, if she, what if she left or something happened, right? Just the idea of it gives me a panic. Oh my God, you got him, Kalila. I don't even know pure strategy. I don't even know you how win. to function. You won. You, you gotta make it. him so. It's a learned helplessness. Right. You gotta make him so helpless that they will never leave you. <laughs> but that's that where the mothering comes in. Right. Like I can't even imagine. Like even last night, she goes, "You're playing video games till four because Oz is coming over, <laughs> so go to sleep." Well, you thought I, I stopped at five. But is there? That's pretty good. Yeah, but still. Is there, so do you like? Do you like being mothered? Not in general. Do you like being mothered by Kalila? You must, because you're the happiest you've ever been, and you're in this relationship that you're being mothered, right? Like. No, I'm not really thinking the about the math equals you like it. I don't never really even thought about it. It's just the way it is. I don't know if I like it or not, but I just that's what the way it is. Like, what if it wasn't? Do you think you'd be just as happy? I think that if your um, whole relationship would be totally different. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't even fathom the, even thinking that way either. I don't know. I just I like the way it is. I accept the way it is, and it is the way it is. I, I you know, because I find that like. Because I also, like you, Kalela, like I find myself in that situation and I find that I think the guys like it. And like once in a while when we argue, like that's what they'll go for and they'll be like, oh, you're always acting like my mom or whatever, telling me what to do. But I think the majority of the time, like they like it. Even stuff like when we were in Tulum and the things like what she does, what my parent is supposed to do, which is like. We we planned a trip. We're gonna we're gonna go into the caves mm-hmm. and see the bats. We're gonna swim with the manatees in this like lagoon. Mm-hmm. Like if my my brother and I were talking, like if we went to Tulum, <laughs> we would just be in a hotel room. You'd be playing video games the whole time yeah, in a yeah. hotel room. So it's like she plans these adventures for me that I normally wouldn't do. Right. Everything in my life, animals to that, to everything is just I, experiencing. I'm like an alien who's visiting Earth. I run a tight ship. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to... Well, you're, you are Asian. Right. Yeah. I just have to and make sure everyone is where they're supposed to be, including right. Steve, him, yeah. the animals. But I also am very difficult to live with. I mean, I cannot... Are you? Oh, my God. Why? Why? What? What's so difficult? He just doesn't operate by any normal human standards. <laughs> right. Like your hours He wakes up off. at 6 p.m. unless, right. you know, you're coming over. Right. Um, and he he's he's grumpy a lot. And he's very, very, very moody. And um, moody. if he doesn't get what he wants within five seconds of asking it, he throws like, a tantrum. Like, I want Jersey Mike's. 
And if I say you sh- you had that five days in a row, can we eat something else today? I'm like, no, no. Yeah. I want to say It sounds like you're just a child. <laughs> Everything like if that was said in the past ten minutes. I mean, this you're is, a it's child. dangerous but he's because cute and lovable, yeah, like a child. <laughs> right. But, I mean, when I was on like when I was I like here's, to squeeze. Here's how my my behavior could affect me is is that I was when I was shooting. Um, the show mm-hmm. I had a 6am call time mm-hmm. and I woke up and somebody was in the house and I walked into this living room and it was a guy that worked for the show mm-hmm. like what are you doing here he goes it's 9 <laughs> they were shooting so they you know I, I mean it's a Warner Brothers yeah like Ellen DeGeneres is yeah. my boss I mean it's a professional thing so like Jenna, were... I'm doing scenes with Jenna Fisher I mean it's not a it's not a fucking YouTube video. Right. This is pro. God, how embarrassing. And it was so embarrassing. But that- it was most embarrassing for me. Because I don't wake up at 6. I wake up at 8.30 or 9. Uh-huh. And the guy came through the door. And I answered the door. And I thought to myself, I'm the worst mother on earth. I didn't wake him up. <gasps> because my alarm didn't go off. I set my alarm. My I set his alarm. Right. We'd, our alarms didn't go off. Like weird. it's almost not your responsibility. It's, it's mine. your responsibility. Yeah, and I, it, I felt awful for the whole week. And he I, got over it. And I looked at her. Were you mad when I was, at her? Because she said, get in the car. Bobby, when, were you mad at Kalila? Yeah, yeah, he was. And when I looked at her, though, she's like, it's going to be okay. Like, oh, it's not going to get fired. He was like, I'm not going to go. I don't want to go anymore. Like, you know, you just want to like oh ditch real God, life. Oh, you were a child. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, come on. I had to push him out the door. <laughs> right. yeah. You can like, do you'd it. rather not go yeah. if you're going to be late. And then when I showed up, man, it was like, no one said anything. It was just the worst. And then like, like they had to shoot everyone else's scenes. Oh, like, like you, you really disrupted the day, oh, the yeah. schedule. Oh, yeah. Day. Well, and then at the end of the night, I'm sitting there and the executive producer walks by me mm-hmm. and I, I didn't say anything. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to say? Yeah. And she just kind of puts her hand on my shoulder. She doesn't say anything for like three seconds. Yeah. And then she just kind of walked away. Oh, like, and, and she that was, was like, like, it doesn't need to be said. You <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That's what that was. Like, you know. Right. And you have we a shitty parent. About, we, <laughs> never, we never talked about it again. Who but, raised you? Yeah. But the next morning, yeah. oh my God, I had 15 people call me at like 7 a.m. Right. Yeah, we had our alarm. I bought another alarm. Right. I put my iPad alarm on. But he put like an old school alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. an actual clock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, there's never going to happen again. Oh, well, you know what? These experiences are important in life yeah. because now you'll now you're not a late person. But also, people get fired if they. But you did table reads. That I mean, you have to imagine though what I was going through. Yeah, I know dudes that have set the the timing on a line. But actually, that's quite flattering. You were three hours late and you didn't get fired. They wanted you that bad. Like that's got to feel kind of good. That's worth something. Yeah, maybe. You know, it means you're irreplaceable. I just need the show to work because I can't do the road anymore and I want to get a house. Are you so sick of traveling? Yeah, I, I want to be able to get a house, like a real house, like yeah. a really nice. Like I have, I'm 46 mm-hmm. and you have to imagine all my friends that I started stand up with mm-hmm. are huge stars. Okay. You know, and they have houses and this and that. And I bought this house when I was on Mad TV. Right. Like a two bedroom, modest condo. Can I just say that's, Initially, what attracted me to you the most? What? 
the fact that you had a beat up Prius, that you lived in a small condo, that you weren't living that. this, you were going against the LA grain. And I really found that attractive. We were actually just, Kalila and I were talking about this before you walked in is like the thing I'm happiest about leaving LA for is like, I'm so not a materialistic person. Yeah. And like LA made me materialistic mm-hmm. and care about all those things. Like when I moved to LA, I was like, out of principle, I was like, I'm not getting a Mercedes. I'm going to get a shitty car. I'm, I don't care where I live. Like yeah. I'm going to be a real person. I, I, no, I don't. I, I don't want a house because of those things. I want a house so that my dog could have a yard. Right. I, yeah, my, mine's practical. Right. You know, so except that we for have the some... first reasons you listed, where that everyone you know. Has well, I mean, that is a, that is a fact. I mean, that is a fact. That is a fact right. that you also yeah that is rubbed in your face a little bit. Right. right? For sure. Admit, yeah. Yeah. It's and, and it's only L.A. and and it sucks because it's like the waiter. Is driving a nice car. Like, it's, right. you That's can't dumb. escape it. Like, everywhere but you also, go. But also, um, my Uber driver was a series regular at Sun, um, um, for Sons of Anarchy. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. My, my accountant, Clinton, right, he told me the story where he had this hip-hop artist that was, like, newly signed. He didn't have a lot of money. Uh-huh. And he, somebody recommended Clinton, my money man, because he, this guy was going through a lot of financial problems. And so this hip hop artist goes to Clinton and he goes, ah, yo, man, I don't even know what's, I don't, what the fucking problem is. So Clinton looked at his finances and the first thing he saw was, you live in a 12 bedroom Beverly Hills house right. that you rent. Right. $16,000 a month. Jesus. Right. By yourself. Oh and he goes, yeah, yeah, that's your problem. Yeah. But it's also like, I think in entertainment and stuff, like even in porn or especially in porn, I guess, but like you almost can't expect people to like know how to manage their money. Do you know what I mean? I, d- I didn't pay taxes until I was 36. And like, why would you know to do that? We don't learn that in school. I had, Our parents like kind of don't really teach us that. The, the rest of the world is getting their taxes withheld. So right. it's like, you don't yeah. really talk about that. Same in in porn. Most people get in trouble with IRS at one point or another. I was another. in so much trouble. Yeah, it's. I don't know how to do that even now. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't even know when that is. <laughs> I don't know when the tax thing is. Mm-hmm. I just know that Clinton has got it. Right. I don't know if you were to ask. You know that time where the hands, the old school way. What is that? You know how you? <laughs> I I read time by digital. Oh, the clock. The oh. clock. I don't know how to read. He doesn't know how to read time. Watch. No, like this. He doesn't know how to read this time on my wrist. I don't know what time that is. He only he can only read digital. It would take you like literally ten minutes. I to refuse learn that. to learn. You're not learning out of principle. No, if somebody said if that was if there was no such thing as digital, and somebody said, "Hey, what time is it?" I, I'd say like this. It's this. <laughs> <laughs> like just move your yeah, arm. Yeah, in the direction. My, yeah, it's this. I don't know what that means. Right. I don't know when the sun comes up, where east, where, whatever. What is the sunset? I would, I don't know. Yeah. Um, like left. No, like I can't hear you all of a sudden. Uh, I feel like, is your, I think you un, unturned on, you turned off. Uh, oh, yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, but Sorry. you're speaking loud enough that I can hear you <laughs> off my mic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a lot. I don't refuse to learn a lot of things. But you're lucky you don't have to know those things. Oh, as I'm, long I'm, as I can Geniuses don't have to know those things. I'm not a And you're, you are. You're no, a comedic that's genius. Cool. That's crazy. No, you are. Like, I look at your smile. It's crazy. He loved that you said yeah, that. Yeah, he loves it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but no, but I mean that, like, truly, genuinely. Like, you are someone who, and I know me and Kyle have also talked about this. If you pick up a pen, it's funny. Like, yeah, but that's you, not a talent. 
It I'm just retarded. No, no, it's not. I'm just like I'm just like I'm I'm Maybe it's not a talent, but you're special. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean retarded. Like It's so funny. It's so funny that it's like because that's so farthest from the truth, I think. No. Yeah, I think it's a perception. No. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely perception. What, what, how, like, if someone wants to find you funny, they'll find you funny, you mean? No, but if, like, for instance, who do I think is really funny? I think Chris D'Elia is really funny. He okay. Is. In my opinion. He's just a naturally funny guy. Right. But if he was working at, you know, California Pizza Kitchen. Right. As a busboy, I would not think that. If I was working with Chris at California Pizza Kitchen, I wouldn't think that he was no, a comedic genius. No, I don't genius. agree with that at all. Oh, okay, I saw you passing out flyers, and I thought you were a comedic genius. Did you know who I was then? Yeah, I did, because I was oh, a huge wow. Matt TV fan, actually. Oh, my God. But, like, or, or for example, or even take, like, okay, take, like, Louis C.K. I think he's hilarious. The I best. Think, like, his stand-up is so funny to me. I want to like everything he does. Right. Yeah. And then I watched like an old stand-up of him, and I was like, "This is the most horrible thing I've ever seen in my life." Yeah. So like. Uh, you haven't seen old stand-up of me. This is what. Oh my god. Of you. Oh my god. And his voice was different. Is it? He had a very cr- high-pitched voice. I, I did like this. I can't wait to watch. It's on it YouTube. Now. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's unwatchable. <laughs> it was different. You know. Okay. I you know what? Like- and everyone listening, I want to show you. Go to YouTube. Put Bobby Lee Admire. A-D-M-I-R-E. It has... Admire was my old college agent, and this is the video that they would send to, like, NACA. So this was, like, your demo tape. It's one of the worst things you'll ever see in your fucking life. (laughs) It's not funny. I don't know what I'm doing. But do you think there is such a thing as a comedian that's funny straight off the bat? It takes years. Like, every comedian I've ever met, not that I even know that many, but, like, anyone, any successful comedian, like, you hear them say this all the time, but it's, like, it's... Something you have to hone. Sebastian Maniscalco was the worst comedian I'd ever seen in my life when he first started. I saw his first night. I think I walked up to him and I said, don't ever do it again. That's terrible. That's so mean. And he's now the strongest stand-up in the country. So do you think there are people who are good at it from the beginning? Has there ever been one? There are people that are like naturally... I think Dalia was naturally funny in the beginning on stage. He had so much confidence, but there's a lot of guys that just learn to do it and they learn to be comfortable. It's all about being comfortable, right, on stage. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, you're not yourself because the thing is, is that you mimic other comedians. Mm -hmm. Like this is how you're supposed to. Sometimes people sound like Seinfeld. They have that kind of rhythm. Mm -hmm. And it's it takes years to find who you are. Mm-hmm. And now when I walk up on stage, I feel like I'm closer to who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a little energetic or whatever, but um, it just takes a long time, man. How how many years did it take you, do you think, before you were I'm funny? I'm still not even there yet, but... Um, it before people started years. to like you. I felt like, I felt like, this is okay after 10 years. That's a really long time to do something. I know, uh, I'm 20 plus in now. I think like comedians and actors have to be like real narcissists on some level because to hear that much rejection and to still think like I'm gonna make it <laughs> yeah. like what it's not no that's like, not what it is it's not you? it's not you know it's I have to make it it's not I, I'm gonna make it it's like if I this is the only option I fucking have like you have to die trying yeah because I can't, the other is the other um 
life is, I can't even deal with it. Right. You know, I know guys, you know, there was this documentary I saw. Oh, this is really sad, but it's a documentary about on Fountain Avenue, right? They find a lot of dead old people that are just rotting in these apartments, right? Aww. And for months, because they have no family or friends, yeah. and they all have headshots from the 50s and 60s. Oh, my God. Oh my God. These are all That's actors so that never made it, right? But I, when I saw that, I went, "That's me. I get what that is." Right. You know, these are people that died trying. Right. But they. And never that was their it. only option. Yeah. It's not that they could have made a smarter choice. It's that that was the. And it, what's sad about it is, is that it got to the point in their lives where they had no friends, family, agent, or anybody, mm-hmm. and th- that's why they just their bodies were never found. But they walk in, they just see headshots of them in the from the fifties and sixties. You know what I mean? <laughs> And they're real. You're so lucky, Bobby. I know. <laughs> you really are so or, lucky. Or 50 years from them, they'll find my dead body in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? With a bunch of animal carcasses <laughs> on my, you know? And her. Aww. Okay, well, I actually at, um, end this podcast the same way every time. Yeah. So you guys know that show, Inside Actors Studio? Yeah. Mm. Okay, you know the 10 questions at the end? It's like a personality test. Oh, okay. It's kind of like rapid fire, but I want you each, like, take turns answering the question. Okay. Oh, if you get the first one. No, you go. You I'll, go, go, I'll yeah. be the first one. Go okay. So just give me an answer. We won't talk about it. Okay, okay. But it is revealing your personality, okay. so. Okay. What is your favorite word? Nice. Kalila. Uh, fuck, probably. What is your least favorite word? Deception. Um, actually. You guys have such different answers. What turns you on? Um, weather. Oh my god. <laughs> Role play. <laughs> what turns you off? Um, religion. Dirty fingernails. What is your favorite curse word? Oh god. Shit. Fuck. What sound or noise do you love? Hi. <laughs> Chimes. What sound or noise do you hate? Nagging. <laughs> what profession other than your own would you least or would you most like to attempt? Skateboarding. Wildlife biologist. What profession would you never want to do? Um, ventriloquism. Stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this is the last one. If heaven does exist, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Good job. You were really nice. You guys are good people. Oh, is that what it means? I I think so, yeah. But is there like a sign, science? No, thing? there's no like. There's no app or anything? No, there's no like. Um, like They'll tally answer. at the end? Yeah. Tally- what no. the fuck is that it's, then? It's just my You're judgment. the opinion? <laughs> it's my judgment. Oh, 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 and I'm saying you guys are good people. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow well you know what also, I mean anyone can like make their own also we love know. you so much and the thing is is that you have to move back to LA yeah no like so so I'm going through a divorce and my ex can legally be in my house until June 1st so like when, and he's probably going to move out sooner so once he's out I'm going to be back a lot more like I'll be back at least half the time but you're again. keeping the house yeah Okay. Yeah, because we just miss you know you I around. You I feel like the without is... you, we, I don't see Dave as much either. Yeah, I, I haven't like... seen been seeing that Dave that much either. Actually. Yeah, I miss Dave. He's really yeah. like busy being like mentally healthy and in love. 
Isn't that weird? There's no room it's for so me. crazy. <laughs> but no, I, I also want to say this, though, before we... Um, is, is that it's so interesting because I met you guys mm-hmm. and Kalila around the same time. Yep. And it was kind of like the rebirth of who I am. Can I say something? Yeah. I really believe in the snowball effect. Okay. Where little things become much bigger things, even if you don't seem to find the connection. Mm-hmm. But when I met Bobby and when he started doing your podcast is when his career actually started to go in an upward trajectory. And it, it may not seem like it was the podcast, yeah. but you had this massive group of people start to remember you and follow you and realize that you're not just the sketch guy. You're this real funny comedian. But not only that, you guys also changed the life of my brother. I'm going to cry. My brother was a guy who was just off the radar. He couldn't get anything going. Right. And he was just a sad guy. I mean, he was sober, which is a great thing. But you guys completely changed his life. He's got a girlfriend. He's got a band. I mean, he's (laughs) he's got all these things that he's just, he's a different person. Yeah. And so... In many ways, DVD ASIA changed our lives. I mean, it changed my life, too, you know? Yeah. And also, like, I think, um, first of all, it was my whole social life for a while. And I think for me, that was huge. It was and fun. And then, like, it was so fun. Yeah. You know? It was, like, a, the weirdest, coolest fuck. It was, like, you know what it was, like? It was, like, because I've always had this fantasy about, in the 60s, being a part of Andy Warhol's factory. Mm-hmm. And it kind of... It's not, probably not that that big. Not uh, that cool. Yeah. No, it is. It is. But <laughs> no, but I hear it, you. It wasn't the birth of the Velvet Underground or anything like that. But like, it reminded me of it, mm-hmm. and it was really kind of cool to be around creative people. No, I felt like that too. And I think one thing like about DVD ASA, like I think we all embraced each other for things that like like we hated about ourselves. Right. Yeah. And I think for I think all of us. And it was a perfect time for everybody in their lives. I think it was like lightning in a bottle Mm -hmm. where wherever we were at and in our life, for some reason, that was a perfect time to all come together in a room and talk about it. For sure. Everyone came out different. I don't think we could ever recreate. I don't don't think it can ever be recreated. No. Yeah. It was a special thing. Mm -hmm. And it ended the way it ended, Mm -hmm. you know, and we all, but we're still all kind of family. And like, I I look at you guys like a sister and a brother, you and David. So do I. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. You know, but it's cool, man. Oh, I love yeah. it. Thanks for having us on your thing. Thank you so much for being on. And what should we promo for you guys? Just Tiger Belly. Tiger Belly for us. We have a podcast called Tiger Belly. and uh, I've been on it. Big, it's awesome. You were like the beginning. Yeah. Of us. Yeah. And still our biggest yeah. podcast. Have me back literally whenever. Oh, of course. I love, I could talk to you guys forever. Like, March 27th just... is when uh, my sitcom comes out. I have on to what say, channel? ABC. I also have to say this about myself, is is that I'm not that. I'm more acting in it. You know, it's it's like the weirdest thing. It's like I'm like they're asking me to act, mm-hmm. where instead of being like this goofball. Wait, is this like a disclaimer? No, I'm no, because the show is the best thing I've ever been a part of. Okay. It tested so well. Mm-hmm. The chemistry is amazing. The showrunners, everything about it is a fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's not, you know, the where I'm like this weird like accent I don't have an accent you know what mm-hmm, I mean mm-hmm. it's just I'm just a regular guy a normal guy. actor I'm a regular yeah and so that's a little you're not, jarring okay. for me but, but a really hot wife 
Oh, yeah, Lindsay Price. I don't know if you know her. I don't her. think I know her. She's married to Curtis Stone, the, the chef. But, um, yeah, so watch that. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Bye.